Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Sunday, March 3rd. On today's show, imagine an all-glass iMac with a screen on both sides, and Apple abandons its car while we take a look at other projects the company has killed. Plus, California gives Waymo the green light to expand robo-taxi operations. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with an intriguing development in the tech world. Apple, known for its innovative designs and cutting-edge technology, has recently made some changes to one of its patents. It describes a foldable display, possibly an iMac, housed within a single piece of glass. But what's really catching attention is the mention of a display on the back. Here with more on this is our correspondent from Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this patent update? Certainly, David. This patent update describes a device with a foldable display, which could potentially be an iMac housed within a single piece of glass. The interesting part is the addition of a display on the back. The purpose of this back display is not clearly defined in the patent, leaving room for speculation. Interesting. So what could this back display be used for? Well, the patent doesn't specify, but there are numerous possibilities. It could be used for displaying notifications, messages, or other information. It could also be used for interactive games or applications. Some have even suggested it could be used for board games like Battleship. That's quite intriguing, but how feasible is this concept? It's important to remember that this is just a patent. Companies like Apple often file patents for ideas that may never see the light of day. However, if anyone can pull off a design as innovative as this, it would be Apple. They have a history of pushing the boundaries of technology and design. Indeed, we'll have to wait and see if this concept becomes a reality. Thanks for that report, Abby. In other tech news, Apple has decided to abandon its plans to enter the automotive industry with its autonomous electric car, known as Project Titan. Instead, the tech giant is shifting its focus to the rapidly growing field of generative AI. This decision has led to some job losses, while others have been moved to different divisions within the company. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about this shift in focus? Certainly, David. Project Titan had been in the works since 2014 and saw Apple hiring top executives from companies like Tesla and Ford. The project's termination is a significant shift, but it's not the first time Apple has scrapped a major project. The company has a history of exploring various markets, but not all of its ventures have been successful. Could you give us some examples of these failed projects? Of course. One of the more recent examples is AirPower, a wireless charging mat that Apple announced in 2017. It was expected to charge up to three devices at a time, but the project was canceled in 2019 due to failure to meet Apple's high standards. Another example is Apple's television, a full-fledged ultra-high-definition TV set that was rumored but never materialized. And what about their attempts in the tablet market? Apple made several attempts to design a tablet before the successful launch of the iPad. One such project was the Vetamecum, an early tablet prototype from 1994 that was scrapped because the company believed there was no market for a tablet computer at the time. Around the same period, Apple was also working on a Newton OS-based project called Message Slate 
which was eventually replaced by a smaller version called MessagePad. It seems like Apple has had its share of hits and misses. What does this mean for the company's future? While Apple has indeed had some failed projects, it's important to remember that the company has also had many successes. Its decision to shift focus from Project Titan to generative AI could be seen as a strategic move to stay ahead in a rapidly evolving tech landscape. Only time will tell how this decision will impact the company's future. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks for that report, Celeste. Now, shifting gears to the world of consumer electronics, Apple, a company known for rarely discounting its own products, has surprised us with some great deals on Beats headphones and earbuds this weekend. Both the Beats Studio Pro and Beats Studio Buds Plus are available at some of their lowest prices to date, with Apple, Amazon, and Best Buy all offering similar discounts. Here to discuss these deals and what they mean for consumers is our correspondent, James. Yes, David. Consumers can now pick up the Beats Studio Pro for $199.95, which is $150 off the original price, and the Beats Studio Buds Plus are starting at $129.95, $40 off their original price. These deals are available directly from Apple, as well as from Amazon and Best Buy. How do these Beats products compare to Apple's AirPods lineup? Compared to Apple's AirPods, the Studio Pro and Studio Buds Plus offer more flexibility, with native support for both iOS and Android software features. The Studio Pro are Apple's first over-ear headphones to support lossless audio over USB-C, while the Studio Buds Plus come in multiple colors, including a see-through option that's more eye-catching than any AirPods model to date. However, they do fall short of the AirPods Max and second-gen AirPods Pro when it comes to noise cancellation and transparency modes. What about other tech deals this weekend? I understand there's a good deal on a Bluetooth tracker. Yes, if you're planning on traveling over spring break, buying a Bluetooth tracker for your luggage can provide some extra peace of mind. Eufy's SmartTrack card, one of our favorite models, is down to an all-time low of $16.99 at Amazon and B&H Photo. Eufy's location trackers are good options for iOS users looking for a cheaper AirTag alternative, as they're compatible with Apple's extensive Find My network. Any other notable deals this weekend? Yes, there are a few more. The first-gen Sonos Move is available for around $279, which is $120 off, from Sonos and Costco. Amazon's latest Fire TV Stick 4K Max is down to its second best price of $39.99 at Amazon and Best Buy. The Roborock Q5 Pro Robot Vacuum is available for around $1997 from Amazon and Roborock. And Samsung's Galaxy Chromebook 2 is on sale at Best Buy for $299, its lowest price to date. Lastly, Just Dance 2024 is down to $19.99 designed at Best Buy for the Xbox Series X, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 5. Thanks for the rundown, James. Now, shifting gears to another tech story, Waymo, the self-driving technology company, has received approval from a California regulator to operate its self-driving robo-taxis on highways in parts of Los Angeles and the Bay Area. This means the company's cars will now be allowed to drive at up to 65 miles per hour on local roads and highways in approved areas. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this development? Certainly, David. Waymo's expansion plans were approved by the California Public Utilities Commission, or CPUC, on Friday. 
However, Waymo spokesperson Julia Alina has stated that the company's expansion will be careful and incremental, and that there are no immediate plans to extend service to highways. But wasn't Waymo's expansion put on hold last month? Yes, that's correct. The CPUC had put the company's expansion on hold until June for further staff review. This was following protests from several San Francisco city agencies and other groups. There have been growing concerns about the safety of driverless robotaxis after several high-profile crashes. So what changed? Why did CPUC decide to approve Waymo's expansion now? The CPUC concluded that Waymo has shown its attention to continuous evaluation and improvement of its technology, safety practices, and aspects of its operations involving humans. This, they believe, minimizes the risk of driverless passenger service operations in expanded areas. As a result, they gave Waymo permission to start its expansion immediately. What about the Los Angeles Department of Transportation's request for evidentiary hearings on disputed facts? The CPUC denied that request, stating that the LADOT hadn't identified material disputed facts that would be resolved through formal hearings. The LADOT also asked that CPUC wait until a California law, Senate Bill 915, is settled. This bill would give cities more regulatory sway over robotaxis. However, CPUC called that and other arguments outside the scope of staff's delegated authority. And what has been the response to Waymo's expansion? Several groups have written to CPUC in support of the expansion, highlighting the potential safety, accessibility, economic, and environmental benefits of Waymo's service. However, some still have concerns. For instance, the American Council of the Blind said CPUC shouldn't approve Waymo's request without beginning the process of instituting new safety and accessibility standards. The commission refused, calling this and other regulatory issues matters of broader AV. That was our Simply Tech reporter, Bella. And with her insights, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.